0: Welcome back to the Joey Miller podcast. I'm Pastor Joey Miller and I'm so excited that you're tuning in with me today. Grab your Bible, grab your notebook, or just listen along while you're folding laundry or driving in the car. Whatever you're doing, I'm just glad that you took the time to spend a couple minutes with me in the Word. Today I want to encourage you uh, with just a, a couple minutes of uh, talking about hope and wishing, and all of the things that are attached to our faith. In fact, the title of today's podcast is Turning Your Wishing into a Reality. Turning Your Wishing into a Reality. When I was a little girl, maybe you can relate to this, I would always pick up those little flowers that had turned into cotton balls almost, and I would Blow them into the wind, and they would just go about uh, and fly into the air. And we would actually make a wish. We would grab the flower, make a wish, and blow on it. And then, as the seeds went off into the air, we believed that our wish would come true. And uh, I think back to those moments and all of the all of the great desires and wishes and hopes that we have uh, as children in those moments. But uh, you know, I want to talk to you about making those wishes and those things in our lives, a reality. If you've ever had a discussion with somebody who's maybe not uh, full of faith, or or grown, or matured in their faith, uh, you try to make a positive, you know, conversation with them, like, oh, you know, everything's going to go well for you, and they'll say, I I hope it does, but they're not, they're not, what they're really saying is, I wish it would, I'm not really sure, I'm kind of like that person that's, In that moment you know blowing uh, that that little flower into the wind like I'm gonna make a wish and blow and if if the universe is kind to me or if all the stars align or if things all work out uh, you know in by some coincidence or chance then that thing will come to pass in my life and we could put more faith in a flower sometimes Than we do in the Word of God. People can become so suspicious or superstitious, rather, uh, in their thinking and in their mindsets that they just, you know, this is what I want and I'll throw it up to chance. Well, I wanna have good news for you today. I wanna talk to you for a couple minutes about turning that wish into a reality. And we do that through a thing called faith. In fact, biblical wishing is actually. it's translated into the word hoping hope the hope that we have you know if you've ever had a conversation once again with somebody and they said I hope that works out I hope it's a nice day well what they're really saying is I have no substance or foundation but but maybe it'll happen biblical hope isn't a maybe it's a person it is found in Jesus Christ in the promises that we have in him and in his word and so I want to take a couple minutes and encourage you in your wishing or hoping that, you know, what, it it's not just up to chance, that your life isn't just, you know, whatever happens, sarasrah, whatever will be, will be. That through faith, you can actually see those desires that God puts into your heart come to pass. You know, the Bible talks about whenever we're a Christian, that, that our desires are a clue that God gives us to the path that we should take to our destiny. In fact, uh, Psalm 37, 4 says that when you delight yourself in the Lord, he gives you the desires of your heart. And what that means is when I'm serving God, when I'm a Christian, now my desires can be filtered through God, through what he wants for my life, and I can trust them a little bit more maybe before you were a Christian, you had desires and you didn't have any substance to them because they were just your desires. You didn't know if God wanted you uh, to, to go uh, and have that house. You, d- you didn't know if that was the job for you. It was just something you were like, yeah, you know what? I like it. Well, as a Christian, the Bible says you live differently now because Jesus is Lord and Savior of your life. There's a lordship that your life is not your own, your blood bought. That means that you now, uh, we we yield our lives to God's purpose and plan for our life. And here's the good thing. The Bible tells us in the book of Jeremiah that purpose is to prosper us, not to harm us. That there are good things that God has in store for you. And so as a Christian, now that you're serving the Lord, if you get that desire in your heart, the translation actually says that that desire is from the Father, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Really, he's putting his desires, it's like a heart transplant into your heart so that you can, you can acquire them through faith. And so that little stir that maybe you're feeling today, that desire in you, uh, you know, if you're a Christian, you can trust it, you can pray through it, you can measure it against the word of God, you could filter it through all, any of your desires and say, God, if this is truly you, this is truly you. I'm going to have faith that this thing comes to pass in my life. I've shared this story before. We had a beautiful new house that we had built, and the Lord started to put a desire in me for a little bit more property and uh, an older farmhouse. And I thought, this is really strange, God. Like, please, like, take this desire from me. I want to be content. If this isn't of you, like, take the desire from me. I don't want to move in my own um, greeds or materialism, or I don't want to make this something that it's not. And so as time went on, the desire didn't go away. It actually grew stronger and stronger. And so um, I was so frustrated by that desire because I wanted to be content. I wanted to just stay where I was. Uh, but but at the same time, I was feeling like there was more. And so um, I remember the day I was like, you know what, God, I'm not even going to look on the real estate sites anymore. I'm just committing this to you. I'm done. That very day, I came across, not on a real estate site, but I came across the farmhouse that we eventually bought with a little bit of property. And you know what? It's been such a great space for our family. And it was truly a blessing to our lives. And, you know, God put that desire in my heart so that I would believe him for it to come to pass. And so he worked within that desire. And I many times took it before him and said, Lord, let this filter through you and what you want for us. But as a Christian, I could trust that desire a little bit more. And then I began to have faith for it. You know, God, you put this in my heart. If you put it in my heart, I know that you're not a man that you should lie, that you're going to bring it to pass in my life. And so you have faith for that thing. Not because because I just want a farmhouse, but because I have faith in Jesus, that he put the the desire in my heart. And if he wants it to happen, he'll bring it to pass. Hebrews 11, 1 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things that we do not see. I love that. The substance of of things hoped for is faith hope has substance and his name is jesus and so when you understand that you start to say okay well the next step in seeing my wish or my hope become a reality is attaching my faith to it saying okay if i believe that this is what you want god then i am going to pray in a way that it is unwavering. You know, in one version of Hebrews 11, 1, says that faith is the title deed for the things that you don't have yet. What is the title deed? It's ownership. It's guaranteed already that you own it. If you go to a car lot and you pay cash for a vehicle, you get the title deed of that vehicle. No one can take it away from you. Uh, Even if you go there and they're like, you know what? Your car is not going to be ready for another month, but here is your title deed. It is yours. No one can come on that lot and take it out. It is yours. And that's what, that's what faith is. And so when we, we anchor our hope in faith, in substance, then we become assured of it. That it's more than just blowing it into the wind and saying, if it will be, it will be. It's saying, no, that is mine and I'm going after it in Jesus' name. That it's already guaranteed to me and I'm gonna pray now without wavering to see it come to pass. It has substance, it has a root system to it. It's grounded. Jane says, look, if you're going to pray like the double-minded man, uh, you, you're not going to have anything. If, you're, if your prayers don't have a grounding system, a root system to them, something that they're anchored into, who is Jesus Christ, if, if they don't have that kind of base in sustenance, then you're like a double minded man tossed everywhere. One second you're like, well, does God want that wish or hope to come to pass? Or doesn't he? And you don't even know how to pray anymore or to stand in faith. And and you kind of just surrender your hands like, well, if it's going to be, it's going to be. And God is saying, no, I've equipped you to now by faith have substance to that desire, that desire for a baby, that desire for a husband, that desire for a ministry to do things for god that desire in your heart whatever it is to be healed maybe you're watching today and you're like does god want me healed or am i learning something from this no Your if your hope is to walk in wholeness you need to get in the word and know that god wants you to walk in wholeness the healing is your portion is a child of god what are you doing you're giving substance to that thing so here's a great here's a great point of action for you is to write down your desires and then go to the word of God you might not find word for word like you know what what that is but principally speaking what does the word of God say when you attach the word of God to your wish or to your hope you're giving it substance and you're saying I now have a firm foundation to stand on I have an anchor the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 6 that it's an anchor for your soul Jesus Christ is so whenever even it looks like your your desire or your wish isn't coming to pass you don't have to to be disappointed you don't have to operate uh, in, from a place of disparity you can say no I am anchored in my soul is anchored into the hope I have in Jesus Christ and that means that I can go through even a situation that I don't like I can go through it with joy and with peace knowing knowing This thing is going to turn out for my good. Substance. Hope has substance. Point number two is this. Hope is steadfast. Hope is steadfast. It's unwavering. Listen, if you are listening today and you're like, "Yo, you don't know, like, all my hopes are gone. Maybe a situation came up in your life. Maybe you lost a loved one and you had your whole future planned out with that person. Maybe it was by death or just, circumstances and the relationship. Maybe you're going through a divorce today and everything that you were hoping for in your future looks dead. Let me remind you that hope is steadfast. That, that Jesus is still working with all of your desires to bring things about for your good. Now here's the thing. It might turn out differently than you thought it would. It might be a different plan. It might even be a, a different uh, person in if if you went through a divorce, that but your future is still good in Jesus Christ. That He still has a good plan for your life. That He's taking everything together and working it together. Hope is steadfast. It's going forth in your life. I think about the book of Job. Job seventeen. He Job. If you know the book of the Bible, I mean, he, this guy had a bad day. He lost everything in his life. Talk about. A hope deferred making the heart sick like lost everything and in in chapter 17 verses 11 through 15 he says my days have passed my plans have failed think about that he says look my days have passed anything good in my life has died anything good in my life is over and he's at that place where it feels like you know anything that could be good or would be good even the desires uh, that he, he was that God was working in in his family and in his possessions, all gone. And he says, everything is gone. But then it goes on to say in verse 12, in the mi- midst of darkness, light has come. In the midst of a dark season where Job felt like all hope was gone, light broke forth. And he began to see restoration and God giving him and blessing him doubly for everything that he had lost. And I believe that's a word for somebody there, if you're listening today, for your hope to be renewed, that it might look like your wishes and your hopes and your plans and and all of the things that made your heart sore, it might feel like you're in a season of darkness or that it's dead and nothing good can come out of it. In that moment, if you stay in faith, if you anchor into hope, not into that thing that you're believing for, but into Jesus Christ, then that light will come. It will shine upon your heart again. It will bring you fresh hope, fresh desire, a fresh joy, fresh peace in your life. And you will see God take everything that the enemy meant to steal, kill, and destroy and turn it around to abundant life in your situation. Steadfast even in the face of disappointment. The third thing that hope does is hope sees. Hope sees. Hope sees past the current uh, situations, the natural circumstances. Hope sees. Whenever you're anchored into Jesus Christ, you're, you're not bound by what you see happening in the natural. Remember back to Hebrews 11.1. 1, it says, the evidence of things not seen. That I don't have to see it to hope for it. I can I can believe for it and know that it's going to manifest in my life. It becomes more real in my spirit. Than what is naturally going on around me? And how do you get to that place? How do you get to that place? Well, you you get into the Word. Instead of letting your mind tell you all of the reasons why it's not going to happen, your mind will talk you out of the things of God. It'll tell you all of the reasons. Naturally speaking, your mind is a negative space. Uh, It'll debunk every dream, every hope, every ounce of faith in you. When God speaks to you, he doesn't speak to you First in your mind, he speaks to you in your spirit. And then you renew your mind with the word of God. You renew your mind with what he says uh, and and what he has for you. And then you start using your, your imagination and your dreaming for those good things. Faith sees today. What does faith look like? What does hope look like for you? Maybe you're in that dark place. Start to put on the eyes of hope. Say, God, show me glimpses. You know show me glimpses in the midst of that disappointment if that disappointment turned around what would it look like what would it look like and don't be afraid that god's going to disappoint you he will never disappoint you if he gave you a desire it's to fulfill it not to dangle it in front of you like some mean trick or some carrot that you're never going to uh, attain to no if he gave you the desire he wants to fulfill it today but you have to dare to see it again. You have to say, you know, what does life look like after a divorce? What does life look like in this new season that maybe you're coming out of a season of loss or grieving? What does life look like if I dare to put my fears aside and dream dream big with God? What does that look like? Faith sees. Hope sees. And so let me encourage you today. Allow the Lord, the God of hope, to restore all things to you. Maybe you're wishing and hoping in the wrong things. Turn your affections away from that dream, away from that person, away from that situation, even if it's good, and and allow your hope to be grounded in Jesus Christ. I'm believing for great things as we see God restore some hope through this podcast. God bless you, and I'll talk to you soon.